Section 7 of the Baltimore Catechism Number 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Michelle. Baltimore Catechism Number 2, Lessons 26 through 30. Lesson 26 on Matrimony. 282. Question. What is the sacrament of matrimony? Answer. The sacrament of matrimony is the sacrament which unites a Christian man and woman in lawful marriage. 283. Question. Can a Christian man and woman be united in lawful marriage in any other way than by the sacrament of matrimony? Answer. A Christian man and woman cannot be united in lawful marriage in any other way than by the sacrament of matrimony because Christ raised marriage to the dignity of a sacrament. 284. Question. Can the bond of Christian marriage be dissolved by any human power? Answer. The bond of Christian marriage cannot be dissolved by any human power. 285. Question. Which are the effects of the sacrament of matrimony? Answer. The effects of the sacrament of matrimony are, first, to sanctify the love of husband and wife. Second, to give them grace to bear with each other's weaknesses. Third, to enable them to bring up their children in the fear and love of God. 286. Question. To receive the sacrament of matrimony worthily, is it necessary to be in the state of grace? Answer. To receive the sacrament of matrimony worthily, it is necessary to be in the state of grace, and it is necessary also to comply with the laws of the Church. 287. Question. Who has the right to make laws concerning the sacrament of marriage? Answer. The Church alone has the right to make laws concerning the sacrament of marriage, though the State also has the right to make laws concerning the civil effects of the marriage contract. 288. Question. Does the Church forbid the marriage of Catholics with persons who have a different religion or no religion at all? Answer. The Church does forbid the marriage of Catholics with persons who have a different religion or no religion at all. 289. Question. Why does the Church forbid the marriage of Catholics with persons who have a different religion or no religion at all? Answer. The Church forbids the marriage of Catholics with persons who have a different religion or no religion at all because such marriages generally lead to indifference, loss of faith, and to the neglect of the religious education of the children. 290. Question. Why do many marriages prove unhappy? Answer. Many marriages prove unhappy because they are entered into hastily and without worthy motives. 291. Question. How should Christians prepare for a holy and happy marriage? Answer. Christians should prepare for a holy and happy marriage by receiving the sacraments of penance and holy Eucharist, by begging God to grant them a pure intention and to direct their choice, and by seeking the advice of their parents and the blessing of their pastors. Lesson 27 on the Sacramentals. 292. Question. What is a sacramental? 
answer a sacramental is anything set apart or blessed by the church to excite good thoughts and to increase devotion and through these movements of the heart to remit venial sin two nine three question what is the difference between the sacraments and the sacramentals answer the difference between the sacraments and the sacramentals is first the sacraments were instituted by jesus christ and the sacramentals were instituted by the church second the sacraments give grace of themselves when we place no obstacle in the way the sacramentals excite in us pious dispositions by means of which we may obtain grace two nine four question which is the chief sacramental used in the church answer the chief sacramental used in the church is the sign of the cross two nine five question how do we make the sign of the cross answer we make the sign of the cross by putting the right hand to the forehead then on the breast and then to the left and the right shoulders saying in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost amen two nine six question why do we make the sign of the cross answer we make the sign of the cross to show that we are Christians and to profess our belief in the chief mysteries of our religion. 297. Question. How is the sign of the cross a profession of faith in the chief mysteries of our religion? Answer. The sign of the cross is a profession of faith in the chief mysteries of our religion because it expresses the mysteries of the unity and trinity of God and of the incarnation and death of our Lord. 298. Question. How does the sign of the cross express the mystery of the unity and trinity of God? Answer. The words in the name express the unity of God. The words that follow of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost express the mystery of the trinity. 299. Question. How does the sign of the cross express the mystery of the incarnation and the death of our Lord? Answer. The sign of the cross expresses the mystery of the Incarnation by reminding us that the Son of God, having become man, suffered death on the cross. 300. Question. What other sacramental is in very frequent use? Answer. Another sacramental in very frequent use is holy water. 301. Question. What is holy water? Answer. Holy water is water blessed by the priest with solemn prayer to beg God's blessing on those who use it and the protection from the powers of darkness. 302. Question. Are there other sacramentals besides the sign of the cross and holy water? Answer. Besides the sign of the cross and holy water, there are many other sacramentals, such as blessed candles, ashes, palms, crucifixes, images of the Blessed Virgin, and of the saints, rosaries, and scapulars. Lesson 28 on Prayer 303. Question. Is there any other means of obtaining God's grace than the sacraments? Answer. There are other means of obtaining God's grace, and it is prayer. 304. Question. What is prayer? Answer. Prayer is a lifting up of our minds and hearts to God, to adore Him, to thank Him for His benefits, to ask his forgiveness, and to beg of him all the graces we need, whether for soul or body. 305. Question. Is prayer necessary to salvation? Answer. 
a prayer is necessary to salvation and without it no one having the use of reason can be saved 306 question at what particular times should we pray answer we should pray particularly on sundays and holy days every morning and night in all dangers temptations and afflictions 307 question how should we pray answer we should pray first with attention second with a sense of our own helplessness and dependence upon god third with a great desire for the graces we beg of god fourth with trust in god's goodness fifth with perseverance 308 question which are the prayers most recommended to us answer the prayers most recommended to us are the lord's prayer the hail mary the apostles creed the cathedral and the acts of faith hope love and contrition 309 question are prayers said with distractions of any avail answer prayers said with willful distractions are of no avail lesson twenty ninth on the commandments of god three one zero question is it enough to belong to god's church in order to be saved answer it is not enough to belong to the church in order to be saved but we must also keep the commandments of god and of the church three one one question which are the commandments that contain the whole law of god answer the commandments which contain the whole law of god are these two first thou shalt love the lord thy god with thy whole heart with thy whole soul with thy whole strength and with thy whole mind second thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself three one two question why do these two commandments of the love of god and of our neighbor contain the whole law of god answer these two commandments of the love of god and of our neighbor contain the whole law of god because all the other commandments are given either to help us to keep these two or to direct us how to shun what is opposed to them three one three question which are the commandments of god answer the commandments of god are these ten one i am the lord thy god who brought thee out of the land of egypt out of the house of bondage thou shalt not have strange gods before me thou shalt not make unto thyself a graven thing nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above or in the earth beneath or of those things that are in the waters under the earth thou shalt not adore them nor serve them two thou shalt not take the name of the lord thy god in vain three remember thou keep holy the sabbath day four honor thy father and thy mother five thou shalt not kill six thou shalt not commit adultery seven thou shalt not steal eight thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor nine thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife ten thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods three one four question who gave the ten commandments answer god himself gave the ten commandments to moses on mount sinai and christ our lord confirmed them lesson thirtieth on the first commandment three one five question what is the first commandment answer 
the first commandment is i am the lord thy god thou shalt not have strange gods before me three one six question how does the first commandment help us to keep the great commandment of the love of god answer the first commandment helps us to keep the great commandment of the love of god because it commands us to adore god alone three one seven question how do we adore god answer we adore god by faith hope and charity by prayer and sacrifice three one eight question how may the first commandment be broken answer the first commandment may be broken by giving to a creature the honor which belongs to god alone by false worship and by attributing to a creature a perfection which belongs to god alone three one nine question do those who make use of spells and charms or who believe in dreams in mediums spiritists fortune tellers and the like sin against the first commandment answer those who make use of spells and charms or who believe in dreams in mediums spiritists fortune tellers and the like sin against the first commandment because they attribute to creatures perfections which belong to god alone three two zero question are sins against faith hope and charity also sins against the first commandment answer sins against faith hope and charity are also sins against the first commandment three two one question how does a person sin against faith answer a person sins against faith first by not trying to know what god has taught second by refusing to believe all that god has taught third by neglecting to profess his belief in what god has taught three two two question how do we fail to try to know what god has taught answer we fail to try to know what god has taught by neglecting to learn the christian doctrine three two three question who are they who do not believe all that god has taught answer they who do not believe all that god has taught are the heretics and infidels three two four who are they who neglect to profess their belief in what god has taught answer they who neglect to profess their belief in what god has taught are all those who fail to acknowledge the true church in which they really believe three two five question can they who fail to profess their faith in the true church in which they believe expect to be saved while in that state answer they who fail to profess their faith in the true church in which they believe cannot be expected to be saved while in that state for christ has said whoever shall deny me before men i will also deny him before my father who is in heaven three two six question are we obliged to make open profession of our faith answer we are obliged to make an open profession of our faith as often as god's honor our neighbor's spiritual good or our own requires it whosoever says christ shall confess me before men i will also confess him before my father who is in heaven three two seven question which are the sins against hope answer the sins against hope are presumption and despair three two eight question what is presumption answer presumption is a rash expectation of salvation without making proper use of the necessary means to obtain it three two nine question what is despair answer despair is the loss of hope in god's mercy 
330. Question. How do we sin against the love of God? Answer. We sin against the love of God by all sin, but particularly by mortal sin. End of section 7.